Botox Cosmetic, out of botulinum toxin A, FDA approved for over 20 years. So, talk to your specialist to see if Botox Cosmetic is right for you. For full prescribing information, including boxed warning, visit BotoxCosmetic.com or call 877-351-0300. Remember to ask for Botox Cosmetic by name. To see for yourself and learn more, visit BotoxCosmetic.com. That's BotoxCosmetic.com. Since Hamas launched its surprise attack on Israel on October 7th, Palestinian and Jewish New Zealanders have found a common cause. Fear for the safety of family members back in the Middle East. Many in the Palestinian community have been involved in rallies attracting thousands of New Zealanders, condemning the bombings of civilians in Gaza and calling for an immediate ceasefire. The Jewish community have also come together to mourn their dead, condemn the violence and call for peace. Amongst this recent pro-Palestinian vigil in Auckland, a group of Jewish supporters are also here. They're holding up signs that say, never again doesn't mean just for us. And another one that says, this Jew wants a free Palestine. Candles are being lit, namaz is being prayed, signs are being held up and emotions are high. Here's Ahmed Sadeh, National Coordinator for Palestinians in New Zealand. The way that we're trying to, 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 to make our voice heard is by going out to the streets in our rallies and vigils and say that people do not accept what is happening. This is unacceptable. This has to stop immediately. Our Palestinian community are really shocked and concerned about what's happening in, in Gaza. What I see is this really sharp divide between the political governing class and the people in the streets who were saying, this disgusts us. We must stop this. I cannot live with what I know. And we need to make it impossible for the government to ignore popular opinion. Wellington-based Marilyn Garson. She's the co-founder of Alternative Jewish Voices. If you are Israel, what do you do? That's my question to you. What do you do? I've got a lot of friends in Israel and I've got... Um, friends, family that are in Israel, you get attacked, what do you do? Israel is fighting back. Louis Fraze from Auckland's Jewish community. And I'm Kadambri Ragukumar. Welcome to Voices. As part of fighting back against the October 7th attacks that killed 1,400 Israelis, including 29 children, and saw more than 220 people taken hostage, Israel's declared it wants to wipe out Hamas – echoing Hamas's long-term goal of wiping out the state of Israel, replacing it with a fully sovereign Palestinian state. Nearly four weeks of intense Israeli bombardment of the Gaza Strip, which is controlled by Hamas and classed as occupied territory, has seen the death toll pass 9,000 as of Friday last week, including more than 3,100 children. Ahmed Sadeh has family on the ground in Gaza, and he's been helping with these nationwide rallies. Uh, thank you first, Kedambri, for having me. So my name is uh, Ahmed, Ahmed Saadin. I am an academic doctor uh, and uh, uh, I teach accounting, forensic accounting particularly. And uh, I live here with my uh, small family, my wife, and who is a GP and uh, three children. And uh, I'm basically from Jerusalem, but I do also have family in the West Bank and in Gaza. 
the last time that I've heard from them was uh, probably 10 days ago. Uh, I don't know at this stage whether they're alive or not. Every family that I know, every Palestinian family that I know here in New Zealand that have a family or Fano or relatives in Gaza uh, uh, are having the same struggle. We're struggling just to know whether our relatives, whether our family there are alive or not. Gaza at this stage, uh, 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 there is no life. They have no power, no electricity. They have no fuel, no food, no water no internet so no medications as you would know also in the hospital so the basic necessities are not available in gaza and uh, it, it is impossible for us to get in touch with them we're also trying in these rallies and vigils to say that whoever thinks that this has started on the 7th of october i think have to uh, to educate themselves the oppression occupation and uh, apartheid uh, have been committed against Palestinians for over 75 years. The uh, oppression against the Palestinians has to stop. Louis Fraze says that since the war began, even half a world away, he worries for the safety of his community. We feel unsafe. We haven't been able to go to the synagogue, really. Uh, there's been rallies, but we feel pretty unsafe. Not many people wear their kippah. It's not safe to be a Jew. That's terrible. I took my kids to the very first rally and everyone told me, like, be very careful. Like, there might be some pro-Palestinian people just, uh, you know, causing trouble because that's what happened in Sydney. So we are going there supporting lives and peace and the release of, of, um, of the hostages. Then I, I felt very, very unsafe. But yet, you've been going to the rallies to show that yep. you you believe in peace and you believe in the ceasefire. Uh, yeah, yeah, I, I believe in a two state, two state Israel Palestine. Um, to whatever form that, that that takes, I don't know. But um, yeah, a ceasefire. Um, I mean, as little damage as possible. 2.3 million people live in Gaza, confined to a space of 10 kilometers wide and 41 kilometers long. Gaza's long been under an Israeli land, sea and air blockade since 2007. Marilyn Garson actually has lived right amongst it all. I have some family in Israel. I have a sister who is a very uh, prominent Zionist, international Zionist activist. Marilyn was born in Canada and lived most of her adult life in New Zealand. She's a practicing Jew, a writer, and former consultant with the UN as a humanitarian worker. I managed to catch her really early in the morning. She's just finished her religious study and is off to her Thursday morning prayers with the community in Wellington. On the strength of my work in Afghanistan, establishing a social enterprise for women who needed to work from home, they couldn't leave home. On the strength of that, I got an unsolicited email asking if I would go to Gaza the challenge of doing job creation behind the blockade and, and the astounding community that I found. It was so compelling. I stayed for four years. I came back to New Zealand at the end of 2015, and I was really determined. I wanted to pursue a, a more religious Jewish life. I had rediscovered that interest. And two, I wanted to tell the world about this unseen community behind a wall in Gaza where I had had such a remarkable experience. So when I came back to New Zealand, I wanted to tell that story. 
So she wrote her book, Still Lives, Memoirs of Gaza, and helped form the group Alternative Jewish Voices here in New Zealand. You've seen firsthand two million people living in, in a besieged situation. How long ago do you think all of this started, in your opinion? Does it really date back to the 7th of October? Thank you. <laughs> Just for asking that, thank you. I would say for 75 years, you can start the frame there. For 75 years, there's been an occupation. There's been uh, dispossession and structural violence. For 17 years, there's been a blockade which has been found to be illegal collective punishment. The background is not an excuse. The background is for understanding. Crimes were clearly perpetrated on October 7th and in the following days, clearly. And that triggers, but it does not explain, it does not excuse the massive bombardment, the carpet bombing of Gaza, the deprivation of 2 million people. October 7th does not justify this. Former New Zealand Prime Minister Helen Clark expressed similar views, saying that two wrongs don't make a right and Gazans shouldn't suffer collective and disproportionate punishment. But on RNZ's Midday Report, Israel's ambassador to New Zealand, Ran Yakobi, rejected claims of a disproportionate response. It's not a basketball or rugby game. Proportionality by international law is not violated by Israel. Proportionality by international law is not comparing numbers. Proportionality means that one has the right to prevent the danger proportionally. What is the danger proportionally of 8,000 rockets being shot in the last two weeks over Israel? What is the reaction proportionally in the eyes of Helen Clark to what Israel has experienced on the October 7th? Israel is a sovereign state. It has the right to, to be and it has the right to defend itself. So, yeah, to what extent I don't know. And while the war isn't like a rugby game, Marilyn says the goal of the Alternative Jewish Voices is to show that it's not only just a binary fight between Israelis and Palestinians, Jews and Muslims. We just want to show the non-Zionist breadth of this country. Judaism has been plural for 2,000 years. Zionism and Judaism are two very different things. Can you explain to me what that difference is? Judaism is our religion, it is our ethnicity, it is our history. Um, Zionism is Jewish nationalism. It is the desire to have uh, a land where Jews are the majority. So Zionism is a, a political nationalism. And it has increasingly become conflated such that People who are strong Zionists would like to say, Zionism is now my religion. And if you are anti-Zionist, you must be anti-Semitic. It's, it's not so. Try as they might, it's not so. It is not an anti-Jewish statement to oppose this violent, increasingly illegal occupation. New Zealand has added its voice to the growing international demand for a ceasefire and unimpeded humanitarian assistance into Gaza. But the road to a solution to the war seems long.
Ambassador for Palestine to Australia, New Zealand and the Pacific, Dr. Izzet Abdulhadi. For us, for long, long uh, time, we'll try to uh, reach this political solution, supporting two-state solution. Unfortunately, international community uh, provide impunity to Israel, and Israel is not abide by international law, as you can see now. I really to appreciate the position of New Zealand, uh, historically very even-handed and support the Palestinian rights in the United Nations. New Zealand, uh, in particular, uh, can, I mean, play a leadership role in uh, reaching a solution to this conflict, in particular, actually, to engage with the international community to reach an immediate ceasefire in Gaza. Louis Fraze again. I just feel so sorry for the civilians, for the civilians, the Israeli civilians, the Palestinian civilians that are just getting killed, getting uh, crushed under buildings. It's a war. It sucks. But what do you do? I don't know. Two states, well-defined, with with Israel having defined borders, not expanding into the, the West Bank, defined borders, and strict laws on how to live. That, that's my hope. But I hope, I pray that there, there is some some kind of resolution, some kind of resolution. Ahmed and the Palestinian diaspora here continue to be hopeful with more rallies being organised all across New Zealand. If you want to see really what people think about Palestine and about the right of the Palestinian people, I think people need to go down to the street see our vigils and our rallies, there's a huge support for Palestine and for Palestinian human human rights. If you come to our rallies, you will see Palestinians, you will see Muslims, you will see Jews, Christians, Pakeha, Maori, everyone is coming together to chant and to call for a free Palestine. Because uh, contemporary, I believe this is just like, this is common sense. Uh, It's not okay to kill children. It's not okay to kill civilians. It's not okay to have uh, 2.3 million people caged in Gaza for over 16 years with no access to the basic necessities. Uh, uh, Everybody, like you don't need to be pro-Palestine. You don't need to be a politician to understand that this is not okay. So what I, I, I see actually huge support for the Palestinian human rights here in New Zealand. What should we do? We, if no one else is showing leadership, we need to put our good name on the line and say, save the living. You know, I'm a member of two synagogues, one in New Zealand and one in Chicago. And the Chicago synagogue is demonstrating under the banner, mourn the dead, fight like hell for the living. That is the task, and I want our government to engage with it on that level. A big thanks to Ahmed Sade, Marilyn Garson, Ambassador Dr. Izzat Abdulhadi, and Louis Fraze for talking to me. My name is Kadamri Ragukumar, and every week I bring you a new episode of Voices, where I talk to people from all across the world who live here in New Zealand. You can follow Voices on all your favourite podcast platforms, Apple, iHeartRadio, Spotify, and everywhere else you listen to podcasts. Today's episode was mixed by Adrian Holley, and my name is Kadambri Ragukumar. Thanks for listening. <laughs>